Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. That oh, we yeah. didn't use. Um, so yesterday, mm-hmm. for anyone who was talking with us this oh. hour, we had the drama, oh, the, the, drama. the Rolling Stone ticket drama. Oh, yeah. All has been resolved. Right. Lori got tickets. I She's did. going. The I'm world, going. everyone can rest in, not rest in peace, but be well, calm. It was a drama. Well, it was so confusing when the Rolling Stones just dropped it. Announce the tour dates. We're thrilled to reschedule. You know, we've added three new dates. Seven cities are out, but it it didn't. It it was confusing because it said register for the presale, but that was for the three new cities: New Orleans, Jazz Fest, Vegas, and LA that weren't on the 2020 oh. tour. Oh, and that's that was what the big bold print was. So we we're like, oh, I just saw it, and I was like, oh, that's everything. All the things, okay, but this was a rescheduled mean. tour, and there are people that hung on to their tickets. It was very stressful yesterday. It, it really was. It really was. It wasn't all play around here. It, it was. Thanks, thanks, guys. And I told Casey, and I thought he would be thrilled, and he said, you did what again? Oh, Casey B. I said, Casey, we're going to the Stones. Oh, he's going to have a good time. He's not even going to think about it when he's sitting in, what, row 13? Yeah, row 13. He's going to be fine. That's how rattled I was. I don't I don't normally buy things in row 13. I don't sit in row 13. We don't We don't walk I mean, even 13 ho- steps in a row. Even hotels don't have no, they 13. Don't. But they this don't. is how rattled I was. Checking seats and then, you know, unchecking seats and getting booted off and... It's, uh, you know, it was a thing. I'm glad that that's over because I felt very stressed out. And then I went home and I told Casey, so, okay, the Rolling Stones news. I said, and then I said, the Jazz Fest is normally in in a regular year. It is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday event in May. Mm -hmm. The last weekend in April and the first weekend in May. This Mm -hmm. is standard procedure. So when they rescheduled the May Jazz Fest to October I did what? Assumed that there would be Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's mm-hmm. right. And this year, pandemic, and I suppose when they were, um, I mean, maybe touring, you know, getting enough acts sure. for those two yeah. extra days. So it's just three days. So I am there. I'm only really going to be able to go to like a day and a half. Oh, which we are oh, suffering. We are so sad. Oh, Julie. Everyone is crying oh, no. for you. Oh, my gosh. Do you know? Where's the tiny violin? I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is the saddest thing that's ever yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. But Poor I mean, Murray. it was she just. Rolling Stone tickets and the Jazz Festival. She only gets to go these day days in Hawaii. And and she only gets to go for a month. Lori, and, oh. at least you get to go on the day and a half at the Jazz Fest where you get to see the acts that you want to see. 
Well, I that's you don't have any choice. I mean, I'm not even going to look who's playing Saturday night. I'm not going to look who's playing Sunday. I did try and change my ticket, and um, everybody, you know, that's like a busy weekend. And yeah, it was like six hundred dollars to change. Mm, that's a bit. The, those free changes are all, all gone. Over. Everything's part of the past. And actually, today I was looking for my Booty Booty Fest. Fest 2022 Cancun flights. Oh. And they said bye now. I mean, I don't know that travel's going to go down. If you have somewhere you're thinking about going this winter, you can schedule something like on a kayak or a hopper to see if prices are going to go up or down. But I like to look at that. Google yep. Flight will also yep. tell you, recommend buy, wait, prices right. going up, going down, or see. It's just a little gauge. And then um, the passport stuff. Get on it, people, if you are thinking about traveling and you have an expired passport. Yeah, they're also on May. They said today they're no longer letting people apply for passports online. I think that's what the story was, mm-hmm. that you've got to go in person because people have been getting hijacked or compromised oh, or some word. kind of a thing. And, yeah, it's just everything's taking longer. And I still, if you're booking, like, a package, you were going, like, air hotel car. Mm-hmm. Use a travel agent. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. use a travel agent for ease. It's so much easier. And then they... They'll check like Sun Country vacations. You know, mm-hmm. they'll check the packages that will, you know, you could check it too. But then, I don't know, with your traveling to Mexico, you know, you got to give your passport information. There's more things to yes. fill in and all yes, of that. Yes, yes. So if you're going with more people, but the big exciting news that I was happy to see in the world of celebrity gossip today was that Ben Affer, JLo. Mm-hmm. And Ben Affleck are Insta official, courtesy of J Lo's BFF, Leah, Leah Remini. And Leah Remini threw a big birthday party for herself uh, last month. Mm-hmm. Girl after my own heart, and um, posted <laughs> posted the photo. Ben looks dazed and confused, somewhat. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like he's having. He had a lot of fun at that party. He did. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, well, but. I- it- he was. He was. Are you a good time. like? Are you guys thinking that he, he looks, looks like wasted. he's like he's wasted? I thought he's sober. I would be shocked, Julia. It sobriety is a day to day thing I for know, people, but I would be surprised. To me, he just looks like he's you know tip, ha- tippling, but maybe he's just in awe at this <laughs> birthday party because there were a lot of people at that party, and the, this is like you know I love that these two you know they could have gone Instagram official. A long time ago and do like what the kids do, but they're going old school rollout on this thing. Paparazzi strolls, exclusives with people, you know, Us Weekly Entertainment Tonight. They're doing it Mm because of their age, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But I also love that Jennifer Lopez and Leah Remini have been friends for like 30 years. Yes. And I think that there's something about Leah Remini and her no BS attitude that delights me and it delights me because I feel like she gives J-Lo crap and J-Lo likes it and maybe gives it back. But they're like a yin and yang friendship. They Mm kind of seem opposites in some way, like Mm -hmm. me and you, Julian. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they're Insta official and J-Lo's hand, look at her hand, stay away from my man. Oh, yeah, right on the chest. Right on the chest, very in... In oh, his Lord, arms so and stay away from. Oh yeah, man. well look at that. Oh, it's so good. And <laughs> and and uh, boy, Leah Remini really put on a lot of eye makeup. She did. Yeah, hard to see your eyes sometimes. I like a smoky eye though. That's a smoky eye, but it's yeah. a smoking disappearing eye. 
It is. It is. But yeah. anyway, love her. Love them. Mm-hmm. Love that they're insufficient. All right. We come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of. Okay, that's Zemaroon 5 with Megan Thee Stallion. We've got new music Friday coming up uh, at 4.30. There were so many songs, Julia. I had to play Do or Die with many, many, many songs. I love that. There were like 16 new songs today. Notable enough that they were in billboards and like entertainment tonight. It's a big, hot music weekend. It is. It really is. Uh And then uh, the Olympics started and it was live on NBC. If you got up this morning, the opening ceremonies and there'll be rebroadcasts tonight. But a couple of things. um, We've posted uh, like three good things for you to look at for Olympics. Uh, Naomi Osaka lit the Olympic torch at the Tokyo Olympic ceremony, opening ceremony. That was cool. Simone Biles doing her Yurchenko double pike vault during training. She's, I think, the only woman in the world who can do this. Is I that right, it. Allie? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. incredible. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And then also um, uh, uh, all the athletes in their um, Ralph Lauren ceremony, opening ceremony outfits. And Ralph Lauren has been doing the Olympics for at least 20 years. And let me tell you, Twitter, Twitter, the Twitterati and the denizens of the people who live in Twitter were not having it. Here's what they said. Okay. I mean, Tom and Lorenzo, they were like, oh, this is so horrible. Even the New York Times was like... The outfits? Well, every year they look the same. Every four years. Why do the Team USA outfits look like they'd report you to HR for cursing? Jeans, a blazer, white sneakers, and a star-spangled neck scarf. Uh, They look like yacht club uniforms. Um, I love the Olympics, but I can't tell if Team USA's outfits look more like I'm going to call my daddy's a lawyer or the higher-end clearance section of Ralph Lauren. Um, They just, uh, they said, why do we let them dress like they're on vacation in Newport? Um. Anyway, you know, and a few years ago, he had to he had to promise USA Olympic Committee that he would make the uniforms in the U.S. because for oh, a long I remember time, that. yes, did not, and so all of that. But people were just like, uh, "We've seen it, we've seen this. This is basically." I think even BuzzFeed did a thing. It pretty much looks the same year to year. That's all right. I, yeah. there, what can, you know. Don't you think it's time for exactly. somebody else to get the nod? How long is Ralph Lauren going to hold on well, to the Olympics? Well, I don't know how long he signed his um, contract with the Olympics. For I think it. it's year to year, every season to season. They just think, go to Ralph Lauren. Go to good old Ralphie. What about Norma Kamali? I'd like to see what she could do. No kidding. Wouldn't that be great? So one of the coolest things. So here's the deal. The opening ceremony already happened because Tokyo is that far ahead of us. So this this morning we got to see it. And it was hosted by Steve Trico and Savannah Guthrie on NBC. And one of the coolest things, and I just posted it on our Lori and Julia Instagram Mm -hmm. page, was we learned the history of when... um, the last time the Olympics were hosted by the Japanese in Japan in 1940. And the big thing that they were trying to figure out is how do we, because no one speaks the same language as coming to our country, how do we um, come up with ways to say the swimming competition, the fencing competition, the track and field. So they came up with pictograms for the Olympic sports. That's the, the emojis. The emojis, the mm-hmm. original emojis, emojis mm-hmm. if you will. So what they did in the open ceremony, and I, it's really cool. I, I, did you see this, Lori? Oh, look at that. Okay, so 
What they did is they had three different actors dressed in like a white suit with a white hat and they acted out the all emojis. 50 yeah. of the summer olympic emojis yes yeah, so someone swimming biking running that is very but they cool. did it in it the, he dropped the tennis racket that was the only thing that happened yeah okay but it was it was one of the cooler more clever things yeah I've seen done because he just had to move his arm up a little bit or stand mm-hmm. up and then someone would put a ball in his hand or something. It was so cool. Yeah, that, the, that they figured out how to, that they could Well, that they came like up with the language, those, but right. how to make someone mm-hmm. act out because they really had to be creative in the opening ceremony. So that would be one highlight, I think. Yeah. Well, in the opening ceremony. The other highlight for me was uh, Pita Tafatufo, which is... Easy the, for you to say. Yeah, he's the oiled shirtless flag bearer from Tonga, he, back for his third Olympics, and just looking amazing. And just He looks exactly the same, and it's been three Olympics. So he was it, uh, but he's a very nice-looking athletic mm-hmm. Specimen, if I didn't you will. see him. Oh yeah, he was leading the Tongan. You know, they go in alphabetical. I didn't order. watch that stuff because yeah. that to me is too. And then mm-hmm. Keith Urban and John Legend uh, at the opening ceremony, they performed Imagine virtually from two different places. Twitter, Twitter was wondering about that um, because it's hashtag Urban Legend. <laughs> okay, that's really cute. <laughs> nice. And then uh, the Japanese singer Misia, Misia, I don't know what her last name is. She had a cotton candy gown. She sang Gorgeous. the Japanese Olympics Gorgeous. or the Japanese national anthem. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a singer songwriter, forty three, and it looked like cotton candy. And then so that was like the first one. And then Naomi, you know, lighting the torch, and they had. Um, you know, Savannah and, and the other guy, I thought Steve they were Tuchel. doing a good job. I did too. Because trying to bring some life and some energy to energy the, to to the deadness. So they had so after Naomi Osaka, she was the one, the tennis player was chosen to walk up mm-hmm. the steps with the Olympic torch mm-hmm. and light the Olympic flame. Yeah. And then after she lights it, all the fireworks and everything goes yeah. off. They had eighty eight drones going around everywhere. And yeah. I thought that was it was a it was great spectacular. spectacle. Yeah, it yeah. totally is worth uh, watching. My mom is kind of recuperating from something. She's like, I'm so glad the Olympics are on because I just have to stay in the house. And I go, well, you got the Olympics and gymnastics are starting when? That's Okay, the big so here's the thing. Loves. So the gymnastics are really kind of starting Sunday, Monday. Um, there's schedules if you just go look it up because there's so many different because they're still qualifying things. Yeah. Okay. And then the swimming is starting right away tomorrow. Synchronized swimming is next week. Oh, I kind of like that synchronized swimming. I love it, but it's towards the end of next week. Tennis is later in the week. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, Track and Field? Track and Field is just starting. Oh. It's just starting. Yeah, and and it's... So it's on all the NBC platforms, Peacock, mm-hmm. MS, NBC, mm-hmm. NBC, NBC Sports, you know, whatever you have. So I think it'll I think it'll be fun to watch these things because, again, you know, I there's yeah, there I like watching the Olympics. I don't watch everything, but I like certainly some of them are fun. The gymnastics I love. And, and then re- we have our remember gymnastics is only second to tennis is terms of inspiring euphoria while watching <laughs> Uh, a sport on TV. Tennis, the most euphoric, followed by gymnastics. Right. And St. Paul Suni Lee is the first Hmong American mm-hmm. who's on the gymnastic teams. And what she does is she's on the uneven, um, she's on the parallel bars. She's got a bar routine. I don't know if it's the bar bar or the parallel bars. It must just be the bar. Mm-hmm. But she's supposed to be phenomenal. And the Hmong community is so excited. Oh, yeah. This is their first representation. Yeah, that's so. amazing. She's from St. Paul. And there's a big thing on her in the Pioneer Press today, in the in the Star Tribune today. Mm-hmm. And she's darling. Yeah. They're very proud. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, Italy, uh, the Twitter also had something to say about what, uh, because, of course, it's opening ceremony, so they're walking through. And the um, Italians, the Twitter people were wondering what in the hell with all those designers in Italy. Why Let's did see they... what they were. Oh, slow down now. What is that, Lori? What does it look like? What is that? Oh. Describe it for us. They're just white track suits with uh, the Italian flag slapped on the thigh and over the chest. And... How fancy can you make a track suit for crying out loud? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what this is coming down to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, they showed up. They showed up. I think <laughs> I didn't think they looked bad. But I don't I mean, either. Twitter really had a lot to say about these outfits. Um, they're oh fine. They're Come fine. on. They're it's fine. Tra- they're, they're athletes. I'm ready for someone else to get a chance. So besides Ralph, Lauren, all right, I do. Hang, hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Don't listen to that. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. It's, it's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Oh, Matt. You <laughs> shortened your song. That's okay. That's okay. How are you? Yes. Oh, doing great. Doing great. I, well, yeah. I had a week. I'm glad Did it's you? Friday. I'll tell you that. We all are glad oh, it's Friday. Yeah. I don't know why. Is it the heat? The hot is. weather is getting oh, to all of I us? I had a great week. Well, I know, oh. but some people don't have air conditioning. Fancy and, you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just... I played tennis really You're well glowing. last What's night. You're glowing. What's going on over here? No, I had a really good tennis match last oh, night, so go. it was kind of fun. That'll do it. I would love to tell you a story about something that happened to me this week that really um, kind of sums up why I'm a little ho-hum here, but I'm glad okay. that it's the weekend. So um, I went to get lunch during the news, ran out in a commercial break to the good old Hubbard cafeteria downstairs, right? So I pop yeah. in and I say, hey, I'll take the special. What is it? And it was a sandwich. Oh, it was a lovely thing with vegetables and hummus. Oh, it was fabulous. So I, oh, this it's good. I, this is one of those <laughs> things that I'm never going to live down. Okay. And I ordered the sandwich, and then because I'm in a time crunch, yeah, I got to get back on on the set. Uh, I run over to the ca- the cash register mm-hmm. and I pay, and then I come back and I pick up my sandwich and I run into the studio and I scarf it down and I'm telling Leah, this is this is really you got to go get this lunch today. This is worth you know the five dollars mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and um. Lo and behold, later, I find out 
I took the display sandwich. Oh, oh you're kidding me. <laughs> no, I, I ate it. How and long it had been? Had like been two out? hours. And, um, oh, you know, yeah. the guys down oh, there dear. were because ho- they approached Leah, you know, my co-anchor, and were right. like, where'd Matt go? He never picked up his sandwich. And she goes, oh, he had a sandwich. Right. <laughs> and then they, and then he went, oh, that's where our display sandwich went. Oh, that's funny. And the best part about the whole, well, today on oh. the little plexiglass down uh-huh. there, there was an asterisk, because you know, they write on it with the right. markers. Don't. It says, don't eat the display sandwich. <laughs> That's oh, funny. I'm never going to live that Well, down. I was thinking you got a sick stomach or something no, else no. was going to That was funny. The next day, they're like, are you feeling no, okay? No, but that's right. just a lot of circulated air circulating around the food that you ate. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. I know. In the age of COVID, yeah. I was like, oh, no. And, um, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. you're fine. And it was fine. Yeah. My goodness. But I just, I grabbed it because I didn't watch it being made. That's and so he hysterical. was still making mine. Yeah. And I just came oh, back and I funny. saw one on the plate. And I was like, oh, thanks. See you ya. changed cafeteria rules forever. Well, there's a warning now yeah. that didn't exist before this week. You're welcome, everyone. How's the how's the puppy? <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, he, cute little button as a button and uh, what Fisher. What did you get? I got another corgi, so I know. You did. <laughs> so we have Do a full corgis set. Corgis like to Fish, be together. Fisher is that why people Finley. always get pairs? I was going to say Finnegan, but well, yeah. like I'm thinking of the Queen. She's the most famous corgi owner of all. We we really wanted another one because they come in two famous coloring schemes. There's the red and white, you right. know, which Fisher is the older brother now okay. and, and then, then we wanted Auburn? the sable color the which sable. is the had the black right. with oh. finnegan is so cute really? finley or whatever whatever mm. fish <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so uh fisher and finley and what's and really corgis cor- not dorgies correct they're okay. purebred uh corgis and uh they instantly bonded mm-hmm. so we've got oh. big brother fisher showing finley the ropes oh. and here's how we go outside to go potty sometimes and yeah. you know mm-hmm. i mean we're working on it so yeah. we've got baby gates up and we are in full-blown puppy mode uh, at the house but we're loving it you know it's a good time yeah so. <laughs> i mean these are just like these are your children they basically could just be your children yeah, then for you better don't have Kids. Yeah, I mean, they're... Oh. And they cost so much more money, the kids. Oh my I'm God. just saying. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Don't ever talk to her about that. So I'd love to tell you a little bit about our So Minnesota story we had this week. This yeah. is cool because I... A lot of these, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Or I heard of that. I Now, you two, this will surprise me if you've heard about this because I, this is one that came out of left field for me. Did you know, we talk about uh, Detroit a lot and car companies, General Motors and, and, and all that. Um, but did you know that there was a, a vehicle manufacturer in Minnesota? No. It was a I car company. I only know because oh, I watched oh. it. Oh, did you watch okay, it? Well, I, you you I watched sh- your broadcast, so yeah. I'm not going to say anything, so, but I know. So way back, and and it has a... <laughs> It has an unfortunate ending, too, which is always interesting. But um, so way back, uh, a man in 1916 named Sam Pandolfo was a traveling insurance salesman, and he started a Pan Motor Company in St. Cloud. Mm. And they started building uh, cars, top speed, 30 miles per hour. Kind of looked like the Model T. It was a Model T competitor. Right. You know, we're talking 1916 Right, of course. And believe it or not, still to this day, so more than 100 years later, there are um, signs that this company existed uh, because there was a neighborhood that kind of popped up around the automobile plant called Pantown, Mm -hmm. Pan Motor Company, Pantown. Mm -hmm. And they built about 50 homes there for the workforce they needed in the factory. And a lot of the homes actually are still um, existing. 
existing there, you know, in and what around the St. Cloud area. Yeah. Well, did, they, did they just couldn't <laughs> compete with Ford Motor Company? Uh, no, it's better. So they cranked out about 700 cars over the years with top speed of, uh, you said 30 miles per yeah. hour, right? So I just, I love that too, because today right. I'm thinking like, where would we you go? Know? <laughs> and uh, in 1919, so just a handful Only, of years yeah, later, really, Mr. Like... Mr. Pan, uh, Pan got in trouble here. The federal government decided that Pandolfo defrauded 70,000 stockholders oh, by oops. giving them misleading information. Oops. He was found guilty of mail fraud and received a, a three-year prison sentence. I sure hope we don't... Was there and any then, kind of a scandal that Henry Ford was involved in? I, I sure in making not. sure that Pan... Went Pan under? Yeah. Went Did he under? make a call? I'm always suspicious I, I of... What's just, the real story? Right. <laughs> the way your mind works. Because, the, well, Julia, I've watched too many crime know, things and syndicates. You really and I, have. People love to get rid of their competitors. <laughs> I have to tell... Um, we're talking about cars. I have to... Did you tell Lori uh, about our moment we had last week well, with the car show? I saw a tweet show. from Brittany or something. Oh, it was... You, you asked what... She broke the rule. What? She asked a follow-up follow question. question. Yeah. That's the rule around here. With yeah. randoms, you cannot ask a follow-up question. But the follow-up question was what? She goes, well, we were talking about the car show, yeah. and, and, and there was there was another car show going on um, uh-huh. at the state fairgrounds, and it wasn't the Back to the 50s. It was a different one, and right. I was kind of playing fast and loose with details about it because yeah. it popped in, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And Julia goes, well, Matt, what, what kind, kind of, of car show is it? And I was like, blah, 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 you know, the broom, broom. <laughs> A lot of chrome and some broom broom going on, and, and you know that kind. That's a perfect I, answer. You're I, good I, at I thought so never too. forget, folks. Never forget. Yeah. Vroom, How are we going to describe the We're electric call cars? You Matt Vroom Vroom Belanger. Yeah. I need a new <laughs> open. I do have the details about some events coming up this weekend, right, and I have fact checked these for you, so I have okay. all the details. Uh, well, I don't know if you talked about Twin Cities Summer Jam. Uh, no, give us some. Harry Underwood's picks. getting on stage tonight. There. Uh, Where is the Summer Jam? Is it? It's Maple. It's one of the Maples. Maple Grove. Holly, I don't know if you can Google it really quick. Oh, if you I got will. a second, I think, I I think it's Maple Grove. Uh, the summer jam's going on. Twin Cities Summer Jam. Carrie Underwood and then Zach Brown Band tomorrow. Oh, that's a that's, Canter- the, that's a Canterbury. Canter- that's, Canter- right, Canter- that's, that's right. That's right. Getting confused. Way that's on right. the other side of town. I know, yeah. goofball. That's right. a great place. Two to weeks in a row, I'm striking out. You really told us, and I've got all the details. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, because I'm like, what venues? And, and I, no, I was thinking old there was another music festival that was just happening there that I'm well, remembering the vaguely. Well, there's the Hildy Amphitheater in Plymouth. Okay, maybe that I'm holds that. like five thousand people or something like You're that. You're covering for me. No, that's good. Yes, no, Canterbury Park, Canterbury. absolutely okay. the big venue. Are there tickets still available? Uh, yeah, at last check, the last word we had in the newsroom, there were a couple tickets still available, so you could maybe sneak in. Maybe tomorrow, Zach Brown band. They're great. Yes, they are. Um, okay, so the at speaking of Shakopee at um, Valley Fair, they're having this cool thing called uh, the Grand Carnival. So if you if you are already going to Valley Fair and they are reopened, you do mm-hmm. have to um, book ahead. So that's something to keep in mind if you want. You can't just show up and buy oh, tickets. You, you, you got to book ahead to to kind of score a spot. But yeah. if you're going in, at three o'clock in the afternoon on select dates, so you're going to want to look this up and make sure you're going on a day it's happening. They have this big parade. It's like a celebration of world cultures and these street performers. Oh, fun. Um, and uh, they had the floats all outlined up for us and lit up and fired up uh, this morning on the news. It was really, it was really yeah. neat to see. They do an excellent job. And it's, and it's actually the largest scale event that they've ever done. So they're going all out post pandemic right. here, really trying to pull out all the stuff. Oh, so that's I'm so, going on. I'm, you know, and they're probably having to do that because twelve and under can't get vaccinated right. yet. And right. I mean, who doesn't? Who like I rem- the age that I loved amusement park was like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, mm-hmm. tenth grade. Even my junior year of high school, I came to Valley Fair with my 
class from Duluth. I love the wild thing. Yeah. It's Are you front seat, fun. back seat? Where do, what is your Oh, if favorite? I can get a roller coaster and be in, in the back seat. seat. Yes, because you get whipped over the top yeah. like that and, and catch a little that. air. I love the rickety old roller coaster at Valley Fair. I think oh, it's I called Mr. Thunder. Oh, the high roller? The high there roller, yes. I like Holly that Holly's just right school. there today. Thank you, Holly. She, you were on Because Holly girl. probably likes an amusement park now and again. They're I did fun. when I was that age, but yeah. my favorite ride now is the bench. Yeah, I know. I know. You all saw that video of that girl that got the pigeon in the face, right? You're so young for that to happen to you. No, you know what? I stopped liking rides like in my 30s. I had to go on them with my kids, so it extends the ride life cycle. extended your ride life cycle, but I mean, I really like started getting like queasy and sick and... You know, uh, but I I went on the rides hard like through my twenties before yeah. my like something it's happened to me in my thirties. It's a great park. It's a it great is. park. Okay, good. And then the last thing, real quick, quick mention: um, the Flying Cloud Air Expo is going on. Yes, so it is. Aviation enthusiasts, boy, um, Julia, you're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to take off. She's trying to get her wings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's happening tomorrow and uh, Sunday, so you can kind of check it out, and um, that's always a good time. Yeah, big event. A lot of people looking forward to that. So very exciting. That's like a huge thing when the air air show up in Duluth. I mean, they get thousands and thousands and thousands. Mm-hmm. Of people I've never for that. been to one, and, and air show, I think they cool. look like it'd be really cool. They yeah. are. Our they meteorologist are. Nicole Mitchell also was with you know does flies into yeah. these hurricanes to do the storm chasing and oh everything with gosh. the military and she had a photo of herself uh she showed us that where uh, she knows some of the folks over there and she somehow she had someone take the picture of her in one of those old planes with the open cockpit like mid-flight like this was like an awesome photo and her hair was all going and did she have yes. like goggles and a scarf or something she looked, ama- she looked sc- amazing oh, she like- goes like crazy hair don't care and i'm like i want your life yeah i would you know? be on the ground in that <laughs> on the that, bench i uh, know in that <laughs> That plane with somebody, maybe Julia, holding yeah. a wind machine. I would. <laughs> I would. I would hold it. You could make it happen. Social mm-hmm. media is amazing. It you can make anything yeah. happen online. Matt, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. My pleasure. See you guys next week. Okay. See okay. you next week. Of course, you can see Matt at Channel 5 Eyewitness News at all hours of the days and nights. Especially early morning these days. <laughs> right. All right. Listen, we come back. Julia, I have very, I think it can only be exciting news from Katie Seagal for you. Oh. Okay. Julia and I were fans. My mom, my sister. Of the TV I mean, show Rebel. Rebel. Rebel oh, that on show ABC. got done dirty. That show got really done dirty. John Corbett was in it. Um, what's his name? Andy Garcia. Garcia. It was just one of the best shows. She's a, a kick butt, basically loosely based on Aaron Brockovich. Um, you know, legal assistant. Right. And, Doing right for the small person. And she's yep. just... Katie Seagal, ever since Married with Children, and then, of course, Sons of Anarchy, she just is a fabulous actress. I feel about her the way I do about Jean Smart. Like, they, she just owns everything that she's in is iconic. And this was this kind, show was so iconic good. immediately because it was good. It hooked us right away. Yep. And by the third episode, ABC announced it was Axe. Yep. So I'm watching Entertainment Tonight this morning from yesterday's sure. show. And Katie Seagal is sitting, just looking sexier than sexier in a sweater and jeans. And she's looking at entertainment tonight. And she says, make sure you tune into entertainment tonight on Friday because I've got very good news to share with everybody. So, you know, it has to be about Rebel. Right. And entertainment tonight 
I mean, Katie then re, you know, put a tweet out about it. And the hashtags are Save Rebel, uh, Save Rebel ABC, Katie Seagal, Rebel ABC. So something is happening, and I'm hoping that like a streaming service has picked it up. Or okay, well Netflix, that's interesting. Okay, you know. Okay. Oh, Lori. So we have to wait till the we end have to of the wait day. till ent- whenever entertainment tonight. I think is like at six thirty in this market. So, and, you know, I really, the show just rocked. I mean, it really did. It was one of the few that we watched, you know, that was on network. This is us, Rebel. Mm -hmm. And when it first came on, Big Sky. Big Sky. Sky. I I lost, I lost a little interest in that towards the end because the story was just so. Oh, my God. And Holly, I watched the second episode of White Lotus. I know there's only been two. Yes. Liked it even more than the first really? one. The I... two teenage girls are cracking me. They're up. hysterical. I mean, Their I commentary love... on the others is brilliant. Yeah, no, I I really like that show a whole lot, yep. and I think maybe where people were thinking it was going to be like another mayor of East Town or an undoing. No. It's not a even though there it starts. We know somebody died, but it is like. It's a satire drama, I guess. Um, but you, I don't know. It was really good. It was very, very satisfying. And I thought the Four Seasons Maui is going to get so much business from this. Why didn't, I mean, maybe more because they filmed this during COVID. Right. You know, when there was nobody in the resort. Right. Occupancy in Hawaii for about nine months was 10%. Sure. So anybody who was smart enough to film anything, um, do you really think Rebel's coming back? I do, Julia. I think that she's going to share that announcement with uh, Entertainment Tonight. Oh. And, you know, it's, she's stuck doing it on a Friday in the Olympics and all of this. But um, if you're on Twitter or something and you just want to get, I mean, I really think something, she's got something good. And she had a big, huge smile on her face. Oh, I'd be so happy. Well, it, it was a shock to the showrunners of Rebel. They were, right. they, they were blindsided by ABC canceling that show. Not it, expected. It had almost 11 million people the first uh, episode, and it pretty much stayed between nine and ten. I mean, for network TV, this is not this. Yeah. Is, those are big numbers. Now. Yes. Okay. I know, right? I mean, yeah. Right? So anyway, so I, I want to, uh, you know, I want that to be happening. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Uh, according to everybody, the box office is going to. There'll be some Black Widow, but we've just got two bad movies coming out this weekend. That or so, old, old, old the M. Night Shyamalan. How do you say it? Shyamalan. Yes, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Um, got a 56 on Rotten Tomato. Chris Hewitt gave it two and a half eyes. The other one um, is Snake Eyes. Roger Friedman writes, um, they're bad movies in different ways. He hasn't seen <laughs> Snake Eyes, but it got 40% on Rotten Tomato. He said, I watched Old by M. Night, and it was seriously shocked how terrible it was because the cast is excellent. Gail Garcia Bernal, you know, the guy from Eat Mm -hmm. Two Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good threesome scene. Um, But I digress. (laughs) But the problem is the premise and how cheap it looks. They're all on a fantasy island vacation. This sounds like White Lotus. The manager sends them to a special beach where they're trapped. Or what was that other show that was on Netflix where Rachel, what's her name, was like the everyone was dropped on an island. They thought they had a they had a 
got we're in a plane crash. Not lost. No, no. This was a Netflix with Rachel Griffiths. Oh, remember Griffin? her from um, my best friend's, no, from um, Muriel's Wedding, the Australian actress. Yeah, Are you thinking of Tony Collette? No, Rachel six, Griffiths. She was in Six Feet It is Rachel. Yeah. Anyway, but they can't leave this trap beach. I mean, all this makes me want to watch it when I read it. And Guy, the guy who drops them off is M. Night Shyamalan himself in his Hitchcock role, because that was a Hitchcock move. Immediately, bad things happen, and Roger says, I don't mean sunburn. A dead woman floats up out of the water. Total control, was it that, Lori? Maybe. Was that Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird... uh kind of strange deserted island bad things happening but it was a social experiment but anyway the reason why it's called old old is the three kids in the group suddenly start aging right okay so that's the premise you know lord i know and then all the are all adults start aging he said you gotta credit the makeup and lighting directors they worked overtime to make this silliness convincing if you've seen the tv series lost this is tame stuff with even less explanation okay okay all right and don't forget midnight in the switchgrass is available to rent on demand what is is that any got any rotten tomato score like 16 percent yeah it's just supposed to be a stinker i'm looking at rogerebert.com they've Mm -hmm. given it a half a star yeah you know what bruce willis doesn't do good movies anymore so that's a dead giveaway if he's in a movie and i'm sorry but megan fox as an fbi agent i don't know why that's not credible (laughs) <laughs> well think about it a little bit yeah just we'll think about it you know i mean i think of fbi agent or cia as not megan fox yeah yes. she's, and, and i shouldn't hold her beauty against her i'm being i'm being a beautist <laughs> you oh i love that uh, well, that is a great one. Oh, i learned a new i'm word thinking today. she can't do it because oh. like you know what i mean i mean that's that's my that's a you know a judgment judgment a judgment and that is fair now bruce willis apparently isn't even barely Barely in in this movie movie. i'm sure that he was probably brought in to secure financing and then slap him on the billboard this is how this is when she met machine gun kelly he was acting under his uh, maiden name let's call it that his uh colton whatever it is and he does probably credibly pay play a prisoner or bad guy he might be the best thing in the movie this is true. You know, I don't I, think anyone's going to rent it to find I'm out. I'm not going to rent it and find out. I'm t- I'm telling you that right now. I'm not going to promise that one. I can't do it. Oh, Laurie. I just can't. I don't think so you funny. will either. I, of course I won't. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Laurie and Julia. We will be right back.